Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Bonner. Hello and welcome, Empire Builders. Welcome back to Business Scale Insights. I'm your host, Kimberly Bonner, and I'm so excited to be concluding National Women's Small Business Month with none other than a powerhouse, an absolute powerhouse in uh, restaurant uh, in the restaurant business in South Florida, Tula Amana, founder and CEO of Flashback Diner. And also with Tula is George Theakos, COO of Flashback Diner as well. So welcome to the program. Thank you guys for coming. Hello. Thank you for inviting us. And we're very, very grateful and for the honor you did to us to invite us here for this oh, program. Oh, I, I had to because one of the first things that happened when I uh, opened my office in South Florida, they said, do you know Tula? It's like you're a rock star. You really are a rock star. And I was like, Tula, who's Tula? I, I heard this from like five different people. Oh, you do franchising? You need to talk to Tula. I was like, well, who who is Tula? Tula, Flashback Diner. You don't know? You haven't gone to Flashback Diner? I was like, no, I just I just moved recently. And so um, you truly are a rock star in South, the South Florida business community. So you have to tell me the story. Everyone loves you. I told you this when we met face to face. I said, everyone loves you. Haven't heard one bad thing about you. You've been in the restaurant business for a long time, and you're a female entrepreneur. So how did Tool of the Rockstar and Flashback Diner come to be? Tell us your story. <laughs> it's uh, Rockstar. Okay, i got to get used to that. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much. Uh, actually, um, pretty typical of an immigrant. I started when I was 17. I came to this country from Athens, Greece to go to college. And uh, I ended up elsewhere from where my initial plan was to go back to Europe. So I stayed. This country is so beautiful. It's got so many opportunities, much more than in any other country in the world. So it also has honey. And I stayed. I got glued. Um, I started working as a waitress at the restaurant in Hallandale. Uh, when I was 17, basically. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, gradually, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time when that restaurant became available. I approached my the landlord, Leon Browser, who was a very good mentor to me for many, many years. And he gave me a chance to run that restaurant for a number of years before I bought it. That is amazing. So do you have, since it's National uh, Women's Small Business Month, do you have kind of any words of encouragement and mentoring for females out here that are looking to possibly open a restaurant? You mentioned that you had a mentor, and I'm trying to piggyback on that. Do you think that was very critical for your your success in the early years? It absolutely was. And um, early on, um, I, I actually had more than one mentor. Leon Brazier was just one of them. Uh, but I was taught how to combine the operating businesses together with real estate for stability. 
operating businesses, especially in our restaurant, which everybody feels they can open one. But it's not that easy. It's one of the most difficult businesses to do and it has the highest failure rate. Say that again. I tell that to people all the time. Say that again. <laughs> it actually is the, one of the toughest businesses that you can go into and it actually has a 95% failure rate. And the reason that we have been so successful is because we have combined the restaurant operations with good old-fashioned common sense appealing to everybody, but also the real estate aspect uh, utilizing SBA programs, 504 programs is what really gave us the boost. The combination of the two different types of businesses. We're not just in the restaurant business. That is so, so very important. Now, you mentioned SBA, and uh, I received an email from you, and you'll let me know last week that the head of the Small Business Administration was coming by your restaurant. And I was like, wow, that is truly amazing. I'm telling you people, you think I'm I'm exaggerating calling her a rock star. I mean, that doesn't happen often. So you have this relationship with the SBA um, the head comes to your restaurant. How did that all start? You know, how did you plant the seed to develop that? And do you have any words of wisdom for, again, um, some struggling entrepreneurs and restaurateurs out there that would like to maybe follow in your footsteps? Yes, absolutely. First of all, I'd like to say that currently we have five open and operating restaurants. We are in uh, a few cities. Hallandale Beach was our first location. And officially, we own it for about 30 years now. So the brand Flashback Diner has been around for 30 years. We have one in Davie also that's been there for 10 years and Boca Raton for the past six years. So um, the way we did it was we combined uh, SBA 504 funds together with community redevelopment agency funds for the difference in order to expand and acquire uh, more locations. The SBA programs vary and people need to keep on t in touch with what the differences are uh, that makes them unique and um, what new programs keep on coming up in order to tap into other uh, refinancing on their existing property or a brand new one. You are required to put 10% down of the total project, including equipment, architectural plans, construction, leasehold improvements, everything. And 10% uh, really, when you consider the grand total, is rather small. Mm -hmm. For example, in uh, Davie... <laughs> Particularly when banks many times are asking for far more than that, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it turned out very well for us. We used the programs actually seven times so far in the past 20-somewhat years. And in Davie, we acquired uh, that project with SBA 504 funds as well as CRA funds. The town of Davie, Mayor Judy Paul and um, council members and the CRA there funded us in actuality the 10% that we needed to put that project together. Wow. So we literally went in that project without any money of our, out of our own pocket. You are one wise woman. 
Um, <laughs> I talk. I talk to a lot of restaurateurs because um, uh, I'm in the franchise game. For those of you who know me and know about Business Skill Insights uh, and the company New Day Consulting Systems, so I deal with restaurateurs a lot. Uh, but I don't hear this level of wisdom related to financing and the real estate. I don't think you realize just how special you are and how unusual you are. Um, but you you have a lot of wisdom. So you you mentioned that you had these mentors early on that helped you. Did you also get that mentoring with the whole concept of Flashback Diner? Um, let's go back to the restaurant itself, the the genesis of it. There are a lot of people who are going to be listening to the, the broadcast who aren't necessarily in South Florida. This goes out to podcast land and iHeartRadio, and it, it's broadcast all over the web. So for those people who have never heard of Tula and they've never heard of Flashback Diner, what is what's this brand what's this concept all about and and what's the reason why it has such traction locally okay um the number one thing you're selling really out to the world is yourself and your reputation so in my early 20s uh it was incredible that the landlord trusted me with uh, a building being so young and inexperienced and from another country but I worked extremely hard. I was getting there at 5.30 in the morning many times and opening. So he knew my history from the previous owner. He trusted me. So trust is the main element. Whether it comes from friends, family, landlords, um, whoever, the number one thing is they got to trust you. So um, number one. After that, uh, when we moved forward... Um, you need a team, basically. You cannot have it all. You need um, a team that believes in what you do. So Flashback Diner, I was looking for an American institution. And a diner is like actually having a franchise without paying a franchise fee, <laughs> in a way. Because everybody knows what to expect. That's I didn't true. want a no Very name. Smart. And I didn't want the risk. So there was a young waiter named Eric who actually came up with the name Flashback. It's like we're looking back where we came from so that we don't forget and we keep our humility too. So that resonated with me. And the theme was such that at that time, um, a lot of people still had the diner concept in high esteem. So... We filled up the restaurant with uh, autographed pictures and memorabilia and a lot of nostalgia. And we started serving um, eclectic comfort food in order to attract all ages and all times of the day or night being open 24 hours. The whole theme was to have an American institution that would have very, very little risk and uh, that was the number one because, again, we did not forget we're a restaurant. So we found that trendy restaurants have a lifespan of about two years. And those that stay the longest are the ones that attract all ages, all groups of people, all kinds of people, and are open 24 hours a day, which is the same as someone's home. You have access to the kitchen in your own home. 24 hours a day, so we want to be thought like that. Oh, I love that. I love that uh, concept for your brand, like home. 
That's very nice. Yeah, and so we survived for 30 years under that in three locations. That's brilliant. You talked about, though, also a team, and I want to pull George in here as well. So uh, one of the things that I have seen since we're talking this this month, we're talking about National Women's Small Business Month, although we have two men in in, in the building with us. But um, and I know George is on on your team. But one of the things that I've noticed and other women have noticed is that a lot of women have a hard time getting the mentors and getting the team, pulling the team together. Um, unfortunately, for whatever reason, some some female entrepreneurs feel as though they have to do it alone um, or they just don't feel comfortable making the ask. And so you have pulled Mr. Brilliant George here with an extraordinary amount of experience. And I just want you to introduce yourself, George, and share with folks, you know, your experience, your past experience, and what you bring to Flashback. So what I'd I'd like to start, I was going to mention when you talked about wisdom. And um, it takes a lot more than wisdom. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about Tula because it's a ton of hard work. There's a lot of people we've talked to in the past that uh, asked us those exact questions. How do we do it? How do we start? And we'll explain to them how to do it. And they, we've had responses like, that sounds like a lot of paperwork. That's a it's a lot of hard work. It's one thing acquiring the knowledge, and it's one thing walking the walk to, to it's get definitely everything both. done. It's definitely it's both. Without it, without a question. So, I'll have to take my hat off there because uh, she's worked very, very hard to be where she is and to acquire that knowledge and, and wisdom. Um, I was born in the restaurant business. I uh, my my father was in the business in Toronto, and uh, I've had restaurants in Chicago and in the Florida Keys and, and many places. And like you said, it's all in the team. So there's a lot of uh, things that Tula brings to the table that we've, we've mentioned. There's things that I bring to the table. It's about uh, a little bit of diversity, too, and acquiring the right tools of whatever you're missing. Uh, we were talking about this on the drive up. Like, let's say we decide to franchise out to the South American market. Well, we'll probably need to bring someone who knows that market, who speaks yes. that language. Yes. Who, so, you know, you're always looking for whatever strengths your team has and then also the weaknesses because everyone has strengths and weaknesses. So then we try to pick up that weakness on one other level in our team. And that's what's made it so successful where we realize that uh, human capital is the most difficult thing to put together in a team. And and uh, that's where you make the differentiation between a winning team and a team that doesn't. Awesome. Well, I have to go to a break. Uh, When we come back, let's talk about the vision for Flashback Diner, Um, your future plans to take over the world. We'll be right back. If you already have a proven business model, but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at newdayconsultingsystems.com. One word, newdayconsultingsystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. 
Everyone loves getting the royal treatment. It's a clear understanding of that simple fact that has enabled Royal Maid Service to grow from one location in 1992 to be one of the largest maid services in Florida. Now, Royal Maid Service is actively looking for the right entrepreneurs for franchise opportunities in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Jacksonville, and Bonita. Royal Maid Service was founded by an English couple and operates on the centuries-old tradition of proper English service. If you are a strong entrepreneur looking to provide superior service to discerning clients, Royal Maid Service would like to speak with you. Call 800-577-5947. Again, that's 800-577-5947 to speak with a representative. This advertisement is not an offer to sell a franchise. That offer can only be made through our franchise disclosure document. And we are back. This is Business Skill Insights with your host, Kimberly Bonner. And I am interviewing Tula Amana of, well, she's the CEO and founder of Flashback Diner. And this is all part of National Women's Small Business Month. We really want to encourage female entrepreneurs, female founders, female restaurateurs, particularly with this episode. And Tula wanted to share more insight on how female owner, business owners can overcome, can scale, um, how critical it is with partnering with the right people. Uh, and she just wanted to share some more information with the audience. Um, back to the teams that George uh, Thiakos touched on, it's not just a personal team. It's actually a team of organizations, apart from the SBA, a number of banks. Chase Bank in particular is known to do the symposium for women entrepreneurs and also to put together the SBA uh, forums that are nationally televised, such as the one they did in Boca Raton at the Office Depot headquarters with the SBA administrator then, Maria Contreras-Sweet, who opened the doors for a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs in particular and an example to mimic. So other banks like Mercantile Bank have uh, are remarkable and so is a professional bank in Miami, Total Bank, City National Bank. They've been amazing in uh, furthering this type of programs that allow entrepreneurs to get into the market with very little money down. Also, there's organizations like the Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance. Uh, if you want to do business in Broward County, that's the first organization that people should visit in order to put them in touch with um, organizations like SCORE, where you get a lot of advice from seasoned entrepreneurs that volunteer their time to help people get in business and stay in business when they start encountering issues. Uh, that is the beginning of building a team around you. The second team is actually more personal. You need family around you because as women, mm. honestly speaking, we work harder than men. Sorry, George. <laughs> uh, it means uh, that we are expected to be queens at home and do everything as yes, well as have a business. definitely. It's hard. So based on that, you really need a village to raise children and you are going to miss a lot of events, family events, birthday parties that you're going to be late at, um, 
performances for your kids. So please don't feel guilty about that. As a woman, you cannot have it all. And something's got to give occasionally. Don't feel guilty and just have other members of your family gather around you and help out in those issues. Uh, but coming back to the SBA administrators, the current administrator, Linda McMahon, who visited us at the Boca location last week, she's a remarkable entrepreneur and a businesswoman. Um, she went skydiving this month on her 70th birthday. So <laughs> just to give you an idea of how she is. Wow. When I realized that um, she's uh, her net equity worth is in the billions, I thought, gee, maybe she inherited the money. That's not the case. She's a self-made billionaire. And she leaned over to me at one point when I asked, are you aware of the issues plaguing businesses today. And she said, you know, I went bankrupt a few times, don't you? So she says, wow. I'm well aware of what all the business people are going through. Um, I explained that we have about 250 people in our company that we employ currently. And therefore, it's not that easy to navigate through that system and other systems today that we need to pull through, such as ACA compliance and regu regulatory issues. She was very sympathetic. She knew her stuff, and she's taking a couple of the issues we talk about back to Washington, D.C. Hopefully, we're going to hear from her again into the great changes um, that need to happen still to help business people. I loved everything that you just shared uh, on so many levels, and thank you. And I want to reiterate it um, to make sure that everyone heard it. You first talked about the banking institutions that assisted you. You mentioned Chase Bank, Merc Mercantile Bank, Professional Bank, and Total Bank. Those were four. Uh, you also mentioned the Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance and SCORE. Uh, if you're not in Broward County, you might not be able to take advantage of that, but you certainly can take advantage of SCORE. I have SCORE. I had the president of Broward County, the Broward County chapter of SCORE in here. SCORE also had hosted some uh, women, uh, uh, women's-based kind of conference and expo this past weekend. And they're in chapters all over the United States. So you definitely want to take advantage of that. And obviously, the SBA and the leadership there uh, has been invaluable. I really want folks who are listening to this broadcast to recognize particularly female entrepreneurs. You cannot do this alone. You really cannot do this alone. It may sound corny when, it talk, when, when she said it takes a village, but it does take a village. You don't have the, all the gifts you don't have all the resources. You don't have all the, you just can't. I mean, there's just no way um, unless you just want to stay small. And if you want to stay small and not have an impact, then maybe you can do it on your own. But if you want to have a larger impact and you want to scale, and this broadcast is called Business Scale Insights, then you really, you really need to take um, to heart what Tula really just talked about as far as your resources and um, the village. George, did you have anything to add to that? Because I thought it was no, profound. No, that was excellent. Uh, you you summed it up very well. Okay. It is. It's all in the team and helping each other. And uh, 
even on a professional or on a personal basis. You, you, everyone needs a helping hand. So Absolutely. No doubt about Absolutely. It. Well, we don't have that much more to go on the show, but I do want to make sure that uh, folks know about your future plans, about how they can reach out to you or George or uh, come by the diner and give you all of their money on a regular basis. So <laughs> take it away. Well, we recently participated at the International Trade and Culture Convention to see if we can take a flashback diner concept internationally to other countries other than the U.S. And some other countries really love American concepts and products. So we're looking into that. We had a great response. And pretty soon we're going to be going just a small trip to Hong Kong to see what is there for us? Uh, we were actually invited by a very high prominent person of uh, a major U.S. organization. So um, I don't want to say too much uh, on that subject, but we are looking elsewhere apart from the U.S. We like to find some other uh, real estate locations. Sort of our locations are actually on downtown uh, areas, busy. So if we find any other suitable locations, we will pursue it in the U.S. if they involve the real estate only. And uh, we're looking at an exciting future. That is absolutely terrific. Well, thank you so much. I feel like if, if you're a restaurateur, you need to listen to this over and over and over again. This particular episode of Business Scale Insights, you need to download it on your phone. <laughs> You need to play it over and over and over again because the uh, wisdom and the knowledge that was imparted is absolutely invaluable. So here's to your success and have a great week. You have Thank been you listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Bonner with Business Scale Insights.